Welcome, everybody, to another episode of NFA Pod. I'm Zaga. I'm Nick. And this week, we're introducing something new. Because if you noticed, Nick, did you notice there's somebody missing? Wait, was she real the whole time? It was a simulation. She's not real. Ah, AI. Uh, life's a lie. Yep. Uh, we're going to touch on AI today. <laughs> uh, so, guys, we have something new. For you guys, something that hasn't been done that I haven't seen done by a podcast. We're going to have multiple podcasts, part of our podcast. NFA pod is going to be a multinational joint operation. So in other words, right? it's pretty much podception. It is podception. It's a podcast within a podcast, within a podcast, within a podcast. Leonardo so, DiCaprio would be proud. I know, right? So what we're going to do, guys, unless Nick, you want to describe it. I don't know if you can describe it, but I know I, I I came up with the idea, so I don't know if you want to try it. Or so so Zaga is Zaga is the mastermind behind this, but and inspiration strikes him in the most odd, the most random of times, uh, thanks to ADHD. And so what this is is like so we have the NFA pod, which is going to be the, all three of us at the same time, and usually when we have a guest on, well, as we told you guys in the intro uh, episode, if you guys were able to listen to aside from everything, was that Zaga and I have the whole nerd aspect covered as well as like sports, uh, including like uh, football, UFC, just random shit. Um, you guys have seen us on uh, my show and his old show as well. And then, so what originally was going to be before NFA pod was Zaga and I were going to do a podcast called fanboy, which kind of circled around all the stuff that I just listed. Anything that you can fan fanboy or fangirl over. That's what the, that was, what it was going to be. Well, we're going to make Fanboy a segment of the NFA pod. So it's like said, like he said, it's a podcast inside of a podcast inside of a podcast. And the other one is going to be pretty much where conspiracy theories come into play. Um, just different thoughts, different theories, new ones that pop up, the Mandala effect. Like, I mean, the list goes on. And that's the one that you that Ellie and I are going to do. And it's called Down the Rabbit Hole. And then... Yep. Yep, and then me and Ellie have our show, which we've talked to you guys enough about. We actually talked about in episode one, the show called I Hate It Here. Now, it made more sense that we're all podcast partners as it is, and if Nick and I want to do a show, we got Fanboy, and if Ellie and I want to do a show, we got I Hate It Here, and if Nick and Ellie want to do a show and I just want to take the fucking night off, well, <laughs> just for those at home, too, if you don't know, I do all the producing for our episode. I do all the distribution. I do a lot of stuff. I am the producer, executive producer and uh, CEO kind of mastermind ringleader. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. I am the crazy person that decided to do this at the age of 33. And I wish I had the same energy as 23 year old me, but I was dumb back then. So here we are now. And yeah. So uh, this week, guys, uh, you get NFA pod, the best parts of NFA pod um, where we're going to talk. It's a boy's night. It's boys it night boy tonight, night. right? The weekends are for boys the boys. Night. The Friday nights are for the boys. Um, that's when we're recording this right now. It is Friday, July 14th. Uh, and uh, this is going to be dropping next week. Next week? The week after? The week uh, after. Everything. The week after. Time is irrelevant. Time is irrelevant. Time is a simulation. Time so, is a simulation. Yeah. Oh, so you guys get this on the 27th. Now, very important. Very, very, very important to say. Right, Nick? This is very important news that I have to say, because this is coming out two days before something very important. What is that something that's important? I want to say it's the fights. The fight. 
If you guys have not gone on to efcboxing.com and seen our beautiful NFA logo right on the page there, that means you haven't gotten your tickets to see the fight because me and wifey are going to be ringside. We're going to be live fight doing color commentary so you can watch the fight. I can't film none of the fight. I'm not allowed to do that, but I can film myself and I'm going to be talking obnoxiously because we are at, we are on vacation. Tony, it is my birthday. The day before the fight, it is my one year anniversary. The day before the, before the fight of our, uh, for Ellie and I. So we, I'm going to be turned up. And if you want to see it, a ridiculous version of Zaga, you need to get your tickets, watch the live, and li- mute. You need to get, get to pay for the pay-per-view. It's only like 20 bucks, something like that. It's very cheap. And exactly. If you pay for the pay-per-view, mute it, put my live on, you'll have perfect commentary the whole time. And hopefully TikTok won't ban me again. Yeah, you ran into problems. Apparently, I, I saw that when I switched over to the account. Apparently, I have I, I do hate speech and I have excessive use of nicotine, which that one I understand. Right. That's fine. I understand that people. You can get violated for excessive use of nicotine and drugs. It said I was doing drugs on camera, which I was not doing drugs that time. At that moment. Nope. <laughs> so uh, definitely no hate speech, though, because I want people to understand this. And I'm going to say this very clearly. At NFA pod here. We are diverse. We accept everybody, no matter what religion you are, what nationality you are, what sex you are, how, what you identify as, anything. I don't care who you are. I'm naturally just going to hate everyone equally. So if you're a dog, instantly love you. Human being, it's not, a, it's not anything that diversity that I care about. I just hate our species collectively. So that's all of this. Democrats, Republicans, independents, Catholics, Satanists, Buddhists, however you want to call it. Everyone's on the same same plateau as me. You're all equal, all naturally under the same balloon of hate. That's fair, right? I mean, that's pretty fair. I mean, it, it doesn't take much to be a decent human being. I mean, life's shitty as is. So why shit on somebody else for however they're living their life? As long as you're not har- harming anybody or anything like that, like, I think it's fine. Don't steal. Exactly. Don't, say, don't steal from nobody. Don't hurt nobody. Mind your own fucking business. That's all it really exactly. boils down to. And I'm saying this all in jest. I don't hate everybody. Of course, I love people. I I love Nick over here. I wouldn't have fucking got him on part as a partner in the show if I didn't love him. I love my wife. I love my friends. I love my family. I love my fans. Our fans. You guys are the best. Um, El, did you see, by the way, uh, Carly stole uh, my wife? Yeah, she involuntarily kidnapped her. Yeah. And they did country shit, which I'm glad I didn't partake in because I would have been so out of my element in a boot store. I honestly think that we could start a poll. And if you lose the poll, they get to dress you in yeehaw attire. And I'm all See, this for is, that. This is I'm, boys night, Nick. I'm sorry, but to see Zaga in a cowboy hat and some Wranglers with like the small town country part of me wants to see that okay, so bad. I'm going to stop you. Going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. The last time I made a bet live on camera, I lost terribly. And of course, it was the one episode where my best friend that I've known since I was like 17 years old happened to come on my show. Nick, do you remember this episode? Nope, you don't, because I look like Dave Navarro. I had to go drag for an episode. I had to put on makeup. I had to. I do remember that. 
Yep. And I said, welcome. I'm Dave Navarro. And it was the greatest reaction of uh, my co-hosts at the time because they were they did not get a chance to see me until I went live. I made it a hidden thing until I pressed record and they saw me. And uh, I'm not making bets live anymore because I don't win those bets and I'm just not going to partake in that. But I feel like I feel like this is a. A a good a good bet though like who wouldn't want to see because i mean ellie came from the sticks i came from i i came from the quote-unquote sticks i mean if honestly if you look at my hometown yeah it's the fucking sticks but you have two people that have like a country background you grew up in the whole concrete jungle to, to lose a bet where you have to dress dress in yeehaw like attire like could you imagine the publicity that you will gain from that the the demographic Listen. that you will reach Listen, I had to wear the makeup and all that stuff, and I did not get any extra viewers or followers. So, but there's no makeup on this. There's no, and if you get a fuck, I already forgot his name. You you've had him on an episode. Uh, Copper, Copper. I was gonna say Cooper. That was wrong. You you could literally lose this bet, which I think you would lose the bet, whatever it might be, because you don't have that luck. But you end up having to dress in the whole attire, and then surprise Copper coming out. As that, and you do your best country impression through the whole episode. Okay, one, I just want to be, I just want you to be aware of the scenario we're in here. I am a brown man who looks Hispanic, and you're going to put me in cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Yes. I am going to look like a Chicano. That's precisely, do you understand that, like, okay, so I, I like, everyone knows I live in Oklahoma City, and so, like, the area that I live in is very, uh, heavily Hispanic based and you see a lot of Hispanic like cowboys and stuff like that. So to, to make this a reality for the podcast just screams great idea. The fact that you're going to give our listeners and our fans this idea, and I'm going to hear about, see, here's the thing, Nick, this is supposed to be boys night. We're supposed to celebrate boys night, have a good time and uh, ruining it because you're, t- you're going to tag team now with our female listeners who are all country girls, by the way, and they're going to see this. And you know who goes live most of the time? Me. You. You know who's actively in the Discord all the time? You. Exactly. So who are they going to call out when this bet, when I lose this bet? I'm going to be held accountable to the next level, and people aren't going to have fun with it. We'll make this bet, though. I'll make this bet. I will say this. If we get 1 million likes on one video, doesn't matter the video. It doesn't matter the video. Doesn't matter. I don't care if it's an old one, a new one. I don't care if it's YouTube, if it's Instagram, just 1 million on any platform. I'll even go to as far as any post that I make on, uh, what's the new thing? Uh, threads threads. If I, if I make a post on threads, if I, anything, anything gets a million likes, any post anywhere gets a million likes. I will dress as copper. I will get boots. I will get, I will have him come to my house next time he's here live and we will stand tight toe to toe boot to boot wearing our hats getting down with it and we're gonna we're, we're gonna country it up. i'll even put a piece of straw in my mouth there's a farm down the road i'll get my ass up on a horse for you guys i'm gonna promote the need... ever loving piss out of this just so you know nick's gonna buy fake views you want to know why why i had to file for ba- uh, bankruptcy views <laughs> Uh, that's my daily life, dude. The amount of equipment I have. So Carly came to the house and she got to see uh, firsthand 
what my studio looks like. One, it's a disaster. This side of the office is a complete mess. There's wires. There's just random shit everywhere. Because that's not on camera. This part looks very neat, beautiful. This is my domain. Everything's clean. I disinfect it, wipe it down every single day. That side, we don't really care too much about. That side, not so much. So she got to see what happens in here. And uh, it was it was cool. It was a, it was a weird experience, I got to say, to meet uh, a quote-unquote fan. Somebody who like watched me on TikTok or YouTube or Spotify. And then um, like meet them in person. So I, I met other people I play video games with, but I feel like that's a different level of friendship because like you're actively making like doing stuff every single night. Like if I meet my buddies, I play Call of Duty with mm-hmm. that's one thing. Like that's how I met Angelo. Like I met Angelo from Call of Duty. Um, so that's like crazy. it's just weird. It's just weird to see like um, like I, I don't want to I hate calling y'all fans. Uh, people, people part of the NFA fam. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it, it's It's different. I got to say. I can, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I've never really necessarily liked the term fan, like when doing like a podcast or anything like that, just because it, it, it makes like a generalized like thing. It doesn't have any like personal personalization to it. So that's a, you, you worded it a lot better than what a lot of people probably would. Yeah. I mean, cause it's not really like, like you're not fans, like we're friends. Like I, I talk with, um, and if you guys are listening, join our discord. Um, I chat with everybody. Uh, Nick chimes in once in a while. Ellie's pretty active in it lately. Um, but I talk to people every single day. We all support each other. We all help each other out. If you're going through a tough time, um, it, it, it's a legitimate community that we're trying to build and make a safe place for people to just come chat, share their problems. I'll give advice. We'll give advice. Um, anything that you guys need, you know, we try to do our best. Um, but let's 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 get really started with the show now. Um, we got, yeah, we we got, got some of the important. <laughs> yeah, we got the important shit out of the way. I wanted to just make some stuff clear because like I said I got banned on TikTok. I want to be clear. I don't I do not promote any hate speech at all. Um, nope. Everybody's equal in this world. We are human beings. Um, we are people who feel emotion, who feel pain, who bleed blood. And that's the truth. And we're all the same. I don't care if you're a CEO. And I do this at work. I talk to the, the I talk to the highest level person at my job. The, the same lowest. way I talk to the lowest level. I treat you. I treat everybody the same way. Um, we we. I try to just bring. I try to bring laughter and fun, while also getting business done. Damn, I should make that a shirt. Damn, that just rolled off the tongue. I am. I am channeling my inner soul, my inner soul right now. Shit's getting fun. I um, actually. I mean, I and just just like before we go off and do what we need to, because that's why everyone is watching this and listening to this. Is I'm the same way. I won't judge anyone for whatever you're beliefs are what you align with but i will judge you if you eat coleslaw yeah coleslaw is like the devil's lettuce i don't like it is that. the that is the true devil's lettuce it's fucking like marijuana disgusting. brings joy coleslaw brings diarrhea my my girlfriend is giving me the thumbs down because she does she she's a coleslaw fan which is fine i don't agree with it but whatever Yes, we have a silent guest on this episode. She's there, not talking. She's not. He, she's not here. But she can hear. She can hear him and only him. But yeah, she's so. Forever's watching this. I do have my girlfriend on Facetime. She's sitting in the ring light watching me record this with Saga. So she is the special guest that she doesn't know that she's the guest, but she is the guest, but not the guest. She's a hidden guest. She's not. She's, she's not. The hidden she's guest. A simula- she's literally a simulation. She's in the matrix. I don't know the way I don't. Sometimes I feel like she's a simulation. 
well, for those at home, I'm going to add a little sound effect here. Nick got a girlfriend. <laughs> There's the, the, the applause and everything. <laughs> I did it to Carlos. I'm going to do it to you too, buddy. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but I want to get the show started here yes. because boys night is all about what, what are we going to be specifically covering mainly on boys night? Um, riverboat gambling, um, chopping down <laughs> trees, um, spit and chew, spit and chew, um, riding horses, um, wrestling, Ra- wrestling some bulls <laughs> by the horn, picking some apples. <laughs> the hell did you do growing up? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you country people do. That's, this is my interpretation of country people. Y'all ride horses. You grab bulls by the horn. Sometimes you got to herd some fucking la- some fucking lambs to the fucking shed. I don't know. Who the f- who the fuck Churn herd- some butter. Hold on. Hold on. Know, who who collect herd- the eggs from the fucking chickens? Hold, who, who herds lambs of all ant- farm animals? You decided to, to cho- you landed on herd lambs. Out of or every sheep, far- sheep. Sorry, sheep. I was thinking of sheep. I thought of wool, and I, I don't know. A lamb came up to my head. It. it anyways, <laughs> every week I break him. Every single week I break him. It's not his computer freezing. It's him no. just lost in, in in thought. I. It takes a lot to get me dumbfounded, but that one, that one kind of fucking took me. That's um, great. It it's is great. great. I'm never a dull moment. So, what, what are what are what are we talking about? What are we talking about on our show? Uh, I mean, we have like tonight, or just like in general. Overall, Literally. overall, just like we have like Marvel updates, DC updates. And reason I want to just one small tangent. I am now opening my mind to discussing DC stuff for the simple fact that DC is under re. Nope. Hear me out is under reconstruction with James Gunn. And I uh, I have faith in James Gunn that he's going to do well with DC. Um, I have more faith in it than what they originally had. I'm glad they pretty much cut all ties and are starting fresh and new. So now could that crash and burn? Very well, because that is what DC is known for. But anyways, Marvel updates, DC updates. Um Big fight news, sports. sports well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anything that covers like sports, just random Mo- shit like that goes movie on between reviews, stuff like that. Yeah. Too. TV reviews, pretty much a lot of like pop culture stuff. That I mean, if you've heard it on my show, like when I was doing it, and then like when I've even gone on Zaga's old show, same same thing. It's just, it's really just a rolling dumpster fire to roll it all together. To be honest with you, pretty much, it's pretty much all the nerdy shit that like you don't like most chicks don't really pay so much attention to. Um, so, I mean, it's like we're going to talk about NFL. We're going to talk about, you know, all major sports except hockey. Cause I really don't like hockey. Um, it's a white people sport. It really is. I mean, now, now granted they have been getting more diversified and I am proud of them, but they just until I the, see, it's UFC on ice. If you think about it, it, hockey is UFC on ice. I can see the gloves and the kicks throw and I can't see a puck. Exactly. It's, the pu- it's, I can't see the puck ever. ever. No, yeah, yeah. That's like soccer ever. for me. I don't I don't do soccer. I don't. Well, that's two hours of just running back and forth. Yeah. Same and thing then with, screaming for two hours straight. And same thing with golf. If it, if it ain't Happy Gilmore or if I'm not driving the golf cart, I'm out. 
Um, I watched Celebrity Golf because that's funny. Uh, I mean, I like I did watch. I did watch, and maybe I might be a little bit biased here, but I did watch that Capital One special event with uh, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. A little biased, just a little bit biased because you know I'm a fan of both of those teams, and they're like the star players of both both teams. So, Mm. just saying, it's. I, thought, I I just I just like champions, bro. I don't tell you. I'll give you Travis Kelsey. I'll, I'll give you Kelsey. I I, I admire Kelsey. But Patrick how do you not Mahomes, admire Patrick Mahomes? I don't. Sorry, don't. What? How? I, how? I, I don't. How? I don't. I think he's a great player. I don't like him in, in general. Just like I don't like LeBron. I understand LeBron. LeBron flops and cries all the time. He actually ruined the, the sport of basketball because he created super teams. But I want a legitimate reason why you don't like Patrick Mahomes. I don't like his attitude. I don't. Okay. Do you, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because his attitude is very pretty cut and dry. So I'm really interested in like how okay. you perceive his attitude. Okay. So as we all know, Tom Brady retired. A whole legacy of like the quarterbacks that we grew up on have now all retired. Big Ben, Tom Brady, uh, to- uh, Tony Romo. Uh, somehow Aaron Rodgers is still in the fucking game that blows my fucking mind. Brett, Brett Favre, Brett Favre, Brett Favre. Favre. Um, I mean, the list goes on. We, Peyton we, Manning, Peyton Manning. We've seen a huge shift in quarterbacks, or it's the new age of quarterbacks coming in. Patrick Mahomes being one of them, and the the discussion right now that is going around of is between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. They are operating. Both of them are operating on a Tom Brady caliber. Both of them are. Are they? I think Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so one second. Hold on. So I'm going to ask you this. Joe Burr. I'm, I'm going to ask you this. Because I will say Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in the league. I'm not going to argue that. I'm going to say I'm it's not tied. Argue that. I'm going to say it's tied. And you know why I say he's not the best? Because he didn't win a Super Bowl? Yeah. He didn't win a Super Bowl. Realize, and I want you to understand, and, and the reason why, and I, and I, I get why people say, and I, again, I, you can take it as biased commentary if you want. I don't find this biased at all. I find this to be factual that we have never seen someone play at the level that Patrick Mahomes plays football. I've never seen anybody do the things he does from the sidearm throws to the no look passes to the fact that the man played with that ankle through the entire playoffs. Now, and again, I want to preface this, that this could be biased, but I want to say he was not 100% against Joe Burrow in the AFC championships. He was not 100% against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And he beat both of those teams. So I want to hear an excuse to why these two teams that are supposedly better, that should have won, and this was said throughout all, all the marketing and all of the, the all of the sports casters and all that stuff. They said that they were the better teams than the Chiefs, but the Chiefs somehow won on the back of Patrick Mahomes. And you can't tell me tell me that that man does not put his team on his back. I'm not saying that he doesn't, but it's not just him. You're I, telling me that Chad Henney would go I'm into gonna, that or any I'm other quarterback. I'm going to tell you right now that the, the, the Chiefs, the reason they won the Super Bowl, in my opinion, against the Eagles, which I think the Eagles got fucking cheated to begin with. I think the Eagles should have won. 
Some of those calls that got thrown, no. They, they You're telling me that holding call on Juju was not legit. That the jersey didn't pull off the off the back of his pads. No. Well, we're sh- we're going to we're, we're 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 going right to the screen here and we're going to pull up the still photo of the Juju Smith holding call because you know what's funny? Uh I watched that new uh show on Netflix called Quarterback that's the one about Kirk Cousins, right? So it has Kirk Cousins, Marcus Mariota, and uh, Patrick Mahomes. And one thing they did preface, they showed that scene, and they stopped it right on the money. Is that holding or is that not holding? Is no. that holding or is that holding? That is holding. That is holding. That is 100% holding. I even read somewhere that Juju even said, like, Behind the scenes, he's like, "No, you didn't even. He didn't even hold me. That he even told the player, no, you didn't hold me. It was it's just a bad. Ca- it's literally on camera. And if you so the funny th- here's the funny thing, right? I watched that whole documentary. It's eight episodes long. One, it is beautifully shot, and I have nothing but the utmost respect for these athletes and what they put their body and minds through week in and week out. Didn't you say Absolutely it's like on the same level as uh, the Last Dance with Michael Jordan? Like it's all yeah, the same. Yeah, I, I think I, I I enjoyed it as much. I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed that Michael Jordan documentary because of the fact of you saw a lot of behind the scenes things that you we us as fans mm-hmm. don't get to see oh also we're talking about american football for those overseas because we don't care about soccer no soccer and is soccer football is football exactly um we're dumb americans and that's how we call it Yeehaw. so for the 33 percent of our fans that listen in the uk beat on this one guys um you can just fast forward to probably about 20 minutes 30 minutes in and then we'll probably get to movies that you probably know about <laughs> <laughs> um, but my point is, so I watched this whole documentary and, uh, the first thing that Mahomes said, once he saw that play happen and he got tackled, he popped up and said, holding, holding, holding. Cause you saw, he even saw it on the field. So despite what you say, when professionals are calling it and can see it happening, it's factual. Now let's go to fact number two. Have you ever seen a quarterback come into the league, come like played two games, become a starter, and then throw 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns, and then do it again five years later and throw 5,000 yards, more yards, with a, with 10 to 15 players that weren't on his team originally in the beginning from the uh, previous season, and then throw for another 40, 48 touchdowns, or 42 touchdowns, I think it was. Look, you might sell cars, but you're not going to sell me on Mahomes. I'm just sorry. Until Joe Burrow and Josh Allen can prove they can win in the most important games of the year, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it because a quarterback role is to win, carry their team to victory. That's their role. They carry the teams to victory. We all know that the star of the team is the quarterback. It's the most important part of the entire football team. And you're going to sit here and tell me that he doesn't he doesn't do his job the best out of all of the other people that do their job. It's not even close. It's not even close. Yeah, go scroll on scroll on your watch. You might wanna you might wanna pull up some stats or something because there oh, ain't no, I'm not no pulling stats. St- I'm not there pulling- ain't no statistic that shows that Joe Burr is a better player than Patrick. And I'm telling you right now, if Jamar Chase got traded, he doesn't have the same season that Patrick Mahomes has when he loses his top receiver. So play that one, homeboy. And well, and on a complete other note. I'm neither a Bengals fan, Eagles fan, KC fan, and I know where this is going to go real fast, but 
You don't have a team. I do. I'm a Steelers fan. <laughs> Y'all st- haven't been good since like 2003. Oh, I'm not denying that fact. I, I will, I will, I will, I will not deny the fact that the Steelers have not had a great fucking season in a while. You literally, you know what, you know what the 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 history of the Steelers is going to be. You had the craziest person in the world on your team, Antonio Brown. Yes, yes, yeah. Your team is terrible. Absolutely atrocious. Absolutely. I think what you got, T.J. Watt, and that's it, or T.J. Watt, yeah, right. We got. I mean, okay, so right now, yeah, T.J. Watt is probably our top tier player. That's it. But we are yes, starting off. Right. Kenny can Pickett's terrible. Kenny Pickett's getting a lot better. Marcus Mariota is a better quarterback than he is. Anywho, Matt Ryan's still a better quarterback than he is, and he's like crippled. Kenny Pickett is was still fresh last season. I mean, I I, I bet you we could put like Brock Purdy. Is a better quarterback. Than Brock, per- Brock Purdy, that motherfucker built different. <laughs> that man, that man, that man got that black mamba soul in him, bro. He, he Kobe all day. He is he he cold blooded. That was like a true moment, like out of Rudy. They started chanting Brock's name, and it like you got, like you don't even have to be a, a 49ers fan. The, the, that time that he comes in and he goes against like Brady, and it, you hear everyone cheering his name. Like, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps just like thinking back because I remember watching I it. No. It was something fairy tale, and I think that's what I think. That's what I love about sports. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the one thing that I love so much about sports is the fact that sometimes the underdog wins, and when you see those wins and you witness it live or you're watching it on TV, it, there you feel the emotion of the win. Um, like, granted, yes, I'm a New York Yankees fan. We're used to winning. When people when we win, people don't feel that emotion with us. Mm-hmm. But when you see a guy like the, you know, they call. So for those who don't understand football, uh, the guys that don't or that go last in the draft are called Mr. Irrelevant. They're the very last pick of the draft. And they're Mr. Irrelevant because you're usually not going anywhere in your career with that. <laughs> so this kid was Mr. Irrelevant. He never got he wasn't the limelight. He was actually embarrassed that he was the last pick. He's third string quarterback. Yeah, he thought he's going to be a bench warmer his whole career. He wasn't gonna be a practice squad guy. He wasn't even gonna yeah. be a main guy on the roster. And then the, the the star quarterback gets injured. Then the second quarterback gets injured, and he gets the chance. And the kid comes out and just surprises everyone. Now I'm telling you, next year he's gonna be terrible. You know that, right? Well, yeah, he got he got injured. It was his elbow. Well, it doesn't matter that I'm saying that now that well, there's tape on him, he's done. Yeah, but you can't deny the fact, like you said, he came out and he carried them. He brought the 49ers back and took them all the way into the playoffs. Like, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like, you know, a rookie who took his team to the playoffs his rookie year and just so happened to break records. Five thousand passing yards. 50 Anyways, and now we're and, and now we're moving oh, on. Who past could that be hmm. Kansas City Chiefs. If you're listening to this, Zog, I don't know what size uh, knee pads he wears, but he would love some knee pads right now. I will. I, I will wear those knee pads proudly. There just saying, go. Nick. Just saying, Nick. Can you name another rookie quarterback that did something like that? Can you name how, how many how many quarterbacks have thrown over five thousand passing yards? Is there a lot? I, I just want to know. I think I think there's a lot. I don't know. I'll let you sit there and ponder. I'm not going to ponder. I'm just going to let you. I'm just going to let. I'm just going to let you roll in your uh, in your statistics. Huh. List of quarterbacks with 5,000 passing yards. It seems, wow, this list is actually very, very short. Not a lot of people on there. Um, 
You know who? Wow. There's not a lot of people that are actually on there more than once. Did you know that? If anyone can't tell, you can hear the, the sarcasm in Zaga's voice. So this is going to be a good one. So just pay. pay so we're going to we're, gonna, we're just we're going to pull this up. I'm just stating facts, right? We we arguably say Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time, right? Even though I hate why would man. you? Why I, I'm not a fan of Tom Brady either. But why would you? Why would you? I I admit he is one of the great. He is arguably the greatest. I still think personally Peyton's better than him just as far as Intel IQ at the quarterback position. Um, but I think. As far as what he does, what he did in and out of the field, and the fact that at first year with the Bucks, he just came out balling. I respect it. I respect the man for what he did. But why would you say he would he would be the greatest, right? Like, uh, why would you say he's the greatest? Because of what that man has accomplished. Well, he accomplished a lot. Um, like, so for example, uh, well, I'm just gonna go down the list real quick. It's not, it's not a very it's not a very big list. It's very short. Um, you have Dan Marino. Pretty good name. Um, Love Drew Brees is Drew, Drew Brees one, two, three, four, five times. Drew Brees has been there five times. Um, Tom Brady's been there twice. Uh, Matthew Stafford, I think he's a he's a top tier quarterback, right? He's with the Chargers, right? Now he is. Oh no, yeah. the Rams. Rams. Uh, Peyton Manning, uh, your boy Ben Roethlisberger. He did it. Well, he did it one time. One time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jameis Winston did it too. The Justin W Bieber. guy, yeah, that was the same year he threw thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions. <laughs> Never been done before in NFL history. Um, uh, Justin Hebert, Justin Hebert from the Chargers. You know that's a nice young quarterback. Did pretty well in twenty seventeen or twenty twenty one. He did that. Oh, and then wait, there's twice, two times. Um, there's this guy. He threw for five thousand ninety seven yards his rookie season. I mean, could be a fluke, right? Like he had. You know, he had this uh, this this astounding, really fast wide receiver, a really good, you know, a tight end and a really pretty good team. Um, and then, you know, we look at the most recent year in, in the NFL, um, you know, you lose top receivers. Uh, you got a bunch of guys who aren't that great. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's impressive, honestly, you know, what he's accomplished. Okay. Okay. I guess we're done here. I, I, I guess Nick just can't come to the terms of, uh, you know, what he's witnessing is greatness. Hey, quick question for you. Tom Brady uh, is amazing for what he's accomplished. You said, right? Yeah. How many MVPs do you think Tom Brady got? Uh, to be honest, I actually don't know. He has three uh, MVPs. And a five-time Super Bowl MVP, and obviously his uh, what do you have? Six rings, seven rings. Uh, he closed. Like that. He he single-handedly almost closed in on the Steelers because the Steelers at the moment have the the most Super Bowl wins as a franchise. But Tom Brady alone closed in by himself. Pretty fucking close. Uh, he's a seven-time champion. So. And I mean, that was over the course of 20 years. That's a long time. So I, I would say getting two, getting two MVPs and two Super Bowls in five years is pretty impressive, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm just proving a point here, bro. Like, you can't deny it's, it's history. You cannot deny these nuts. I don't <laughs> care about Patrick Mahomes. He's, he's the greatest. He's going to be the greatest quarterback in the history. Oh, my God. Ever. No, he's not. 
I'm the moment he goes down, just the moment he goes down, just know I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Patrick, if you're listening at home, he's not in his somehow. No, if somehow he's watching his brother dance right now. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm I'm, I'm talking to Patrick Mahomes right now. His his girlfriend doesn't let him listen to podcasts. Um, you know, listen, one. Patrick, if you and your beautiful wife somehow stumble upon NFA Pod, I just want you to know, no. Nick here is a hater. He's I a am. massive hater. And I am a very devout, loyal fan. And I think you are going to become the greatest quarterback that the NFL has ever seen. And I uh, just want you to know that. Okay, buddy. All right, let's move. Let's change topics here because clearly you can't, uh, you know, handle football talk because, you know, your team sucks. I can admit that my team sucks at the moment. I know my team doesn't suck. Five straight AFC championships. It's pretty pretty impressive, honestly. You know, you, when you dress up in your country attire, we can get you a fucking covered bandwagon too. <laughs> uh, yes, I forgot y'all do that. Um, so what was I gonna say? Um, I'm lost at words. I just just blanked for a second. Um, actually, yeah, no, I did want to talk to you about something that has been popping up. Um, and this is actually pretty serious. And this is gonna affect uh my free time and the things that me and you both love. Um, there's a massive strike going on. Yeah, uh, it just kicked off. What like a day or two? No, it's so it's been circulating that they were gonna that they were pretty much pressing against the the corporations of like. Like big, uh, big time movie companies, uh, Warner Brothers, Fox, Marvel, um, Disney, Di- yeah, Disney, which Paramount, all of them, all of them that they were going to go on strike if they if wages weren't met, weren't met, and stuff like that, and that they were going to do like for background actors, they were going to do they would pay like random people like you and I about two hundred bucks to do as background actors. But what they were going to do is they were going to scan you and then reuse your image in future movies for their own. So you'd make 200 bucks for a and one-time deal. And that and that's was it. it. And so it's putting a lot of like visual effects people out, writers out. Like it was, it's diminishing the movie company altogether. And I think the last time that this happened, that was something around this, is when we were forced to watch like a lot of reality TV, which that's probably why I'm a big fan of trash reality TV. You can't get enough of it. Um, but something like this, when it happened, that's how we got the flavor of love. And everyone remembers how much of a train wreck that was. Yo, listen, that show was fucking hysterical, though. It was, but it was so bad. Didn't she like, didn't she like poo in her hand and throw it at somebody? I can't remember. There was something dealing with poo on that episode, on that show. It was, it was. I, you know, I, I, you're, I don't remember. But I know there was a lot of fighting, and I love to watch the drama unfold. That was my favorite. Oh, no. Somebody pooped on the floor. That's what happened. I just Googled it. Somebody pooped on the floor. Was it Amber Heard? That's what happened. I don't, I don't think Amber Heard was on that, but I mean, I feel like she'd be perfectly casted for that role. She, I mean, yeah. So coming with these strikes and uh, with Saga, and uh, the there's a writer's strike and an actor strike as well. Um, actually yesterday was the premiere for Oppenheimer, which I'm very excited to see. I'm, I think, oh I, I'm, I think I can No, Okay. You're right. Oppenheimer is going to be absolutely fucking phenomenal, but we all know what that whole weekend is Barbenheimer. Oh yeah. I'm going to go see Barbie also. You know what, what AMC has said? 
AMC has said that they have sold more tickets for double feature movies that weekend, which is next weekend for Oppenheimer and Barbie that they are running. So they've run out of tickets faster than they have anything else. And I'm going to make the prediction right now. And it's going to be a very far fetched one, but I honestly think Barbie will outshow Oppenheimer. I think so in the sense, because you're going to bring kids to go see that. Um, That makes more sense. Yeah. But I mean, Christopher Nolan, he's never had a bad, I, okay, I say that very lightly. I haven't watched all of Christopher Nolan's films, so I can't say he's never made a bad movie. But Christopher Nolan is a phenomenal director. And so him doing Oppen- Oppenheimer, because I saw the trailer. I had no idea what the fuck it was about until I saw the trailer. I've al- I've only read about it, and I was sold immediately on the trailer. So, And then I saw like the, the film is like 11 miles long, which is... 600 pounds. Fucking insane. So I actually looked because I wanted to go see it in the the way that it was truly intended to be seen in his in the way the director's eyes was. And I wanted to go see it in the 70 millimeter IMAX. I tried I'd have to either drive to New York City or to Boston or Rhode Island to see it. And the tickets are are forty five dollars a piece. For IMAX for Oppenheimer. Well, for that kind of for the 70 millimeter film. Oh, okay. I thought you meant for IMAX in general. I was like, fuck, I've been paying like 15, 16 bucks for IMAX tickets. Yeah, that's like 20 bucks here for regular IMAX, but regular IMAX still cuts you to the, like we're on wide angle right now. Right. So the way that this film is, it's it's extended, like where my hand is right now, that's what you're going to be able to see um, versus- so it's like that little extra. Not, yeah, like a little extra, like a couple feet on the screen. Uh, it's because of the way the IMAX films are, or IMAX screens are set up. Um, gotcha. So, yeah, I, I wanted to go to it, but then I went to go look at the tickets and like the only seats that were available were the front row seats. And I was like, I ain't nope. doing that. I've done um, that. I did that when I was younger and I learned my lesson. So, yeah, the premiere for Oppenheimer, though, was uh, yesterday, uh, the 13th. And the actors, uh, Cillian Murphy, Florence Pugh, uh, Robert Downey Jr., um, every, all the all the actors and actresses of the movie uh, walked off set or walked off the premiere. Yep. Christopher Nolan pretty much told everyone you guys can enjoy the premiere, but we are going to go join the picket line and we're going to eat in our picket, our picket uh, signs made. Oh, and he so- didn't say that. He didn't say that. He oh, was he not in. So- he was not in solidarity. No. Oh, see, I didn't. Know he that. said the stars of the movie are going to paint their picket signs. So we'll be enjoying the movie without them. Okay. So then I was given misinformation on his end because someone told me that Christopher Nolan was the one that said that. That was the article I was fed. I watched the video of him saying okay. it to the audience. Okay, well, then um, I was fed this wrong, uh, misinformation. So, yeah, uh, to bounce on what you were saying, though, they were going to be doing that um, that Black Mirror shit where they're using AI and it's not a real person. And then uh, the other the other thing was uh, I heard Matt Damon speak about it uh, at the premiere for Oppenheimer because mm-hmm. they were all talking about it. And uh, Matt Damon said that to get... Uh, health insurance, they have to make a minimum of $26,000 a year. Now, for a lot of the smaller actors who are extras and trying to make it, sometimes they don't make that kind of money unless they have residual income from reruns and, uh, or or just like, you know, if, you know, when you turn on like TBS and you got the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and he gets like his 10 cent check. Yeah. So sometimes like those things, that's what pays them to get to that level of 26,000 under the union. And there's a lot of actors that aren't even making that, which is a shock. Or, or, or and plus two with the, with that AI thing, they'll never make that re, that residual money. And no. again, that that's it's, it's just not right to do to people. 
Um, actually, James Gunn, dude, I don't know if you saw what James Gunn said in the middle of the protest. Mm-mm. Ooh. So uh, first, first and foremost, Bob, Bob Iger, who's the uh, CEO of Disney right now. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> a real, real piece of shit. Yeah, That's real piece of shit. I read. Yeah, I watched that so, interview. So you saw that where he was just like, uh, it's not fair to us who's still dealing with COVID and all yeah, that he, shit. Right. And he, he said the stuff that they're asking for is not realistic. And he, but the one thing that shocked me was he said it's not fair, and I'm like, hold up a minute, hold up a minute. So Matt Dame or no, uh, James, James Gunn, Gunn said in an interview, he said, if you look back in like the '80s, the average CEO of a movie company would make about a hundred times more than, or like it was like fifty times more than the lowest paid worker for that mm-hmm. company. Today, it's four hundred times more. And he said, hey, Bob, you know what's not fucking fair? People, you making 400 times the amount of your lowest paid worker. You know what's not fucking fair? Uh, the fact that, you know, they're starving and doing your work and you're reaping all the benefits. He's like, maybe if you took some of that profit that you guys got and gave it back to those employees and they could live a, they could live in a, with a livable wage, maybe they would actually stay and not be on strike. So, I mean... It's nice to see that some of these directors are standing in solidarity. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect all the actors. Uh, I'm a little upset, though. Obviously, Deadpool 3 stopped filming, which is going to delay it. Um, because yeah, they're saying this will go to October. Old. They're saying this could go to October. It's the end of the year. Yeah. And which, I mean, I get it. It's so like how, like to bounce off of that, like how you said what how what Bob said. He's saying all that from his multi-million dollar fucking resort. <laughs> And I'm like, it's not fair. It's not fair. I'm like, and even the report, the the guy that interviewed him, he was like, how is it not fair? Like, he's looking at him like, he, like he was kind of dumbfounded at the fact that he just said that. I'm like, well, yeah, it, it's, which in no one, everyone thought that once Bob took back over Disney, that it was going to go in the positive direction. Well, that Here comment, alone, yeah, that comment alone is going to burn him now. And so, but yeah. See, this is why we don't care when billionaires implode looking for the Titanic. Nope. This is sorry. a this is a true statement, right? Sorry, yeah. I mean, sorry, but not sorry. Like, I work two jobs just to to skim by. Me personally, so when you're when a multi million dollar millionaire, a multi millionaire is complaining about certain shit. Your opinion to me now no longer fucking matters. It just doesn't. Exactly. That's the way I feel. Like it bugs the hell out of me um, that these guys have the audacity to complain. Like you literally have nothing to. If you and I'm gonna I'm gonna make this very very clear. If mm-hmm. your value is around anywhere five million or up, you have nothing to complain about. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear a word come out of your mouth about anything's unfair. Anything is uh, un- unacceptable or things are, are tough. I don't want to hear that bullshit because it's bullshit. It's straight bullshit. And I'm, I, I, it gets me so frustrated because uh, I mean, I've met, I've met millionaires before and I've met people who, who, I mean, and, and don't get it twisted. I, and I'm, I'm for people who worked hard and got that, that money and, and, uh, and got to that level. I'm sure you have your issues too, because obviously the more money you make, the more issues, your more problems come up. Um, it, more money, more problems. Exactly. And it's true. Um, and I understand that because um, I live pretty comfortably for myself. But 
in the sense of like, you ever want to complain? If you're not giving, and here's my thing, and I want to make, I'm going to put this out in the air. If I ever become a multimillionaire because of this bullshit, mm-hmm. and I talked about this with Ellie, I cannot wait for the day that I can give back to communities, host, pay for, fully fund uh, uh, charity events, and take care of people, feed them, clothe them, house them. I don't care. These are things that people should be doing. And it's fucked up. It's fucked up with the world we live in and how capitalism and greed just takes over that shit. And if you're a rich motherfucker and you somehow stumbled upon my shit, get back to the people and stop being a prick. Fuck you. Next. Well, I'll, I'll raise you one better. Take your money, give back to your community from the community that you grew up in, more than likely grew up in and probably struggled, got to where you're at and then turned your back on your community. One, fuck you for doing that. Two, if you have stumbled across this po- stumbled upon this podcast, which I hope that it that you do, take your multi-billionaire balls and come on the show. Because we'll have we'll have serious questions. We have three we have me, Zaga, and Ellie. We have all have different aspects, perspectives that we can ask you. But bring your A game. I don't care who you are. I don't care. See, now we're just going to get on a soapbox. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I'm saying (laughs) I'm calling out any multimillionaire who wants to come on my show and debate with me why you aren't kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Sell me. Sell it to me. Sell sell, sell me how you're not a piece of shit. If you can, if you can make me believe that you're not a piece of shit, I'll invest in you. Right. I'll buy stock right in your company right now. I will buy. Yeah. Richer. Yep. Promise. I'll go right on. What what is it? Robin Hood and buy a couple stock options. I don't care. We'll take from the savings. Um, let's get back to fun, though. We're a fun uh, show, and I got angry. You did. We did. So, like you said, um, so to kind of bounce back to what we were, or you brought up during the whole writer strike and stuff like that, uh, a lot of movies and shows are on hold. Uh, Deadpool three being one of them, which everyone know Deadpool one and two, they sold perfectly. Iconic. Iconic. Ryan Reynolds has been, and a lot of people have said like Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is hard to work with because of creative differences. No bullshit. It's creative differences because you don't want to stay true to the comic. And Ryan Reynolds, on the other hand, has been staying true to Deadpool from the time he has started to the time he, forever he decides to play Deadpool. And he is now bringing back something that we've all been wanting for the last, when, when did the first Deadpool come out? Like in 2000. 15 Nine, ten, no 14 13, 15 15 like 14 something like that I, I want it was around uh, no, uh, 2016 2016 when the world and, was normal when the world was n- four years before normal went out the went out the door um but Ryan Reynolds has been writing that perfectly and been wanting to get us he's always made the hints because everyone knows that he breaks the fourth wall and stuff like that and him and Hugh Jackman are real good friends and if you watched the X-Men legacy where they butchered Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds uh, from Fox. Ryan Reynolds saw this chance to revamp it, bring it back and do it properly. And it's done phenomenally. And so now we're getting Deadpool three and we're, he brought fucking Hugh Jackman back when so Hugh Jackman. Apparently Disney wasn't going to let him. They, they, they weren't letting him improvise. Did you know that? Yeah. They said that he is not allowed to improvise during the shooting, which I don't know how true that's going to hold up because Good fucking luck. It's Ryan Reynolds. He'll do what the fuck he wants. He's yeah, the I'm world's gonna... most beloved man. Yeah. His, did you, do you know what his real name, like his true, like actual name is? Nope. 
Ryan the Daddy Reynolds. Ah. Yes. The true Daddy. The True Daddy. Right next to Pedro Pascal, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. True. But so everyone thought that Hugh Jackman had hung up the claws for Wolverine after Logan, which was a phenomenal movie, which I was actually against for the longest time. Really? I was. Uh, it's so when I first watched it, I was a lot younger. I, did, I couldn't appreciate it. And then I started getting more into comics. I rewatched it. Loved it. Very. The cinematography was perfect and everything like that. Loved it. Yeah. I mean, don't we just, Logan was a beautiful, beautiful. I don't movie. like, I, I just didn't like the fact that they killed him. That was my I mean, thing. <laughs> he was writing off the character. He was like, I'm done. You're right. like, I want to, I want to eat bread and pasta again, please. please. I'm hungry. <laughs> The man still looks good, and like he got back in his workout uh, routine, and so now we're getting de- we're getting Wolverine and Deadpool three. And did you see the other news that broke? Jean Grey versus Wanda. Hmm. I've I've seen that rumor circulating circulating around. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna tell you right now. My hopes for this. I am optimistic for this movie, but here's the thing. The last time. The last time we all got hyped up for a big multiversal film that was not animated like Across the Spider-Verse was it got hyped up for all these potential cameos and like rumor leaks and concept art and stuff like that was the letdown that is known as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We didn't yep. see we didn't see hardly any fucking cameos. The only good cameo in that whole fucking movie. Professor X. Exactly. Professor X. Was the only I was I wanted to see a superior Iron Man. Didn't see that. Didn't see. Um, I was hoping Deadpool would be in the post credit scene. That would have been cool, or like Deadpool being cat. I mean, not necessarily captured, but there were just so many variables that that multiverse of madness was supposed to be the big multiversal thing that like got I mean, everyone. Get twisted. Cap- Captain Carter was badass. I love me some Captain Carter. She was dope. Oh, she was dope. And I love John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Again, I feel like they're dropping the ball. If they if they should have just been able to cast him. I have I've I've actually done some digging. Thank God they're not doing Adam Driver for uh, Reed Richards. Thank fucking God. I well hold on. I think I, Adam Driver is a phenomenal actor. Despite Star Wars, I don't want to talk about that. I've seen him in a lot of other films. He's a lot better of an actor than people. Same thing with Robert Pattinson. People talk shit about Robert Pattinson as an actor. He is a phenomenal actor. And that's they get tied to these terrible roles, and uh, you know, like it, it, it just ruins their careers that way. So mine, my, my my reasoning isn't because of his acting. His acting is phenomenal. I know it is. My reasoning is because of his looks. He, he is. He look. He looks like young Snape. He does. He could do well that, but he has no chin. Have a chin. It doesn't look like he has a chin, but it doesn't look like he has a chin. Go look it up. It's 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 it doesn't look like there's much of a chin there. It's a very soft chin. When he has facial hair, yeah. So oh, it is I, a very soft. No, it is sixty-five. It was. It's a pretty defined jawline. Mm-hmm. Come on. I still disagree. He's just oddly shaped of a human being. So okay, so, but I did Sorry, make the Adam. Co- Sorry. <laughs> we love you. We do. But my 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 only compromise- phenomenal actor, phenomenal <laughs> actor. But you look weird, bro. <laughs> My compromise for if he were to play Reed Richards, which he's not anymore, was that he played the ultimate version of Reed Richards, which was going to be the maker, which helped form the incursions 
in which sets off secret wars. So the cool the one thing I'm trying to figure out too, right? So have you seen this the leak set? Um obviously Wolverine fighting Deadpool and all that shit. Yes. Um Yeah, I've seen all those things. And you see that 20th century Fox ruins. I think they're in uh remember in Multiverse of Madness, you had those like uh those or what's it called? The dark Doctor Strange, where the shit was just falling out of the sky all the time. Oh yeah, it was like the end of uh, no. I do remember, but I'm gonna let you go through because I oh, no, 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 we're, we're, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Loki, where they had all the yep, random. Yep, that's yep. So I think Wanda ended up going there when she was she disappeared. So pretty much like where they where the TVA would prune a timeline, and that's all the where the stuff went was to where it was like, yeah. like and that's what I thought. That's what I'm thinking too because I saw that Fox and I was like, the only reason that would make sense is if they prune the Fox timeline, which the TVA is going to be very heavily present in deadpool 3 how else do you get the fox movie sign there in the land where everything that's gets fucking taken away that makes sense yeah and that's kind of where i'm at i think that it's going to be one of those spots where stuff is just tossed to and i think because deadpool so i don't think i think logan is a separate timeline i think so the, the wolverine we're getting is from the one where ryan killed his version of deadpool that couldn't talk so they they okay. did a they did a what's it called a purge of that timeline um where Wolverine is and that Wolverine went back went to that spot where he saw Deadpool so that's why he's going to fight him because Deadpool killed his entire universe and see that's what i like about what, so the rumors of what the Deadpool 3 movie is going to be is how they're they're converging two comics mm-hmm. so Deadpool kills the multiverse or the, the Marvel universe. Yeah, which that was a given from what the the, the stuff we've been re- reading about that's pretty much an adaptation of it. The other yep. one is if it actually comes true and and the Scarlet Witch does take place inside of the Deadpool movie and is going to be one of the major antagonists kind of like how she was in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is that they're going to take Deadpool kills the Marvel universe and the House of M and can put both of those uh, comics together. Yep. And but the thing is, is which Scarlet Witch are we going to get? Are we going to get 838, 616, or a different version? So I think we're going to get a different version, right? Because I think it'll be 838. Think about this. The one from uh, the one that the Fantastic Four was in, right? Yes. Or no, no, not the Fantastic Four. The one that uh, John Krasinski's Reed Richards. The one that survived. Yeah, the one where Wanda, Day, uh, she, she dream walked. Uh, yes, yes. The, the 838 version. So I think Doctor Strange, I think they must have purged that universe then because all those heroes are gone. Nope. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, we're, we got what? Two years to wait for that shit? Deadpool comes out next uh, next year. No, it's not. Not not with this strike happening and they stopped production. Produ- production's already pretty much wrapped. Ra- well, they said something is wrapped. No, well, it, it, I just read the, the news article that said Deadpool 3 production stopped. Oh. Well, then, yes. Okay. So I probably shouldn't even like even try to argue with like when dates are going to be released because with this going on, every date that we've been promised is now up in the air. Like Stranger Things 5 is not is now projected to come out in 2026. So House of Dragon is still filming. I don't know if you knew that one. I haven't even watched the first season yet. It's on my list. I just got HBO Max back. I'm sorry. I just got Max back. We literally have a whole segment talking about movies. You ain't seen like the most like recent season of the good, like the like award winning shows. Have you watched the bear? 
Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. chef. Yes, chef. I've seen. I'm I'm technically chef in this show. Saying. Does that make me I'm, Richie? I'm. <laughs> you look like that motherfucker. <laughs> Cousin, <laughs> you look like that motherfucker. Yo, when you commented on my shit, it clicked. I'm like, that's fucking Nick. That's just a vulgar Chicago version of Nick. That's if Nick grew up in the city. He's cousin. Um, so one, I do want to talk about that show because uh, absolutely, I, I binged that entire series, and we could have a whole episode talking about that show. Um, one season two, the cameos of the oh. family members. So okay, amazing that the amazing. that episode that you're talking about, which I mean, I, technically it wouldn't be even cons- considered spoilers now because the, the series has been out for a while now. Yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, too late. Spoiler yeah. alert. So in that episode that has uh, oh, uh, John Berthenol, um, the dude from Better Call Saul, uh, I Jamie love Lee. That nobody knows his name. I don't. I I can't never remember. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, um. The, the the cameos in that, that so that episode alone what I'm getting at that episode gave me such anxiety. Oh my god! Well, because people relate to that kind of thing, especially around Christmas time. Exactly. Like that's that exactly that's exactly what I got at. Is that it was so I I related to it so much, and I'm like, oh, this is give, like I had like I didn't turn away, but I almost like I got close to turning it off because it was giving me that like I started to get overstimulated. So I think that's one of the the things that makes that show so amazing, right? Because when you watch the bear, um, it's a cooking show. It's a show about being cooks and chefs and running a restaurant. But what makes us so uh, appealing to people, especially people who never worked in a kitchen. I worked in restaurants. I ran a restaurant. I've been a manager at a restaurant. I've been a server, a bartender. I've done it all. I've done every, except dishwasher. I've, I've been a cook. I've been a bus boy. I've been a bar back, everything you can think of in a restaurant. I've done a few and of those. Right. Like, and you, you work in a restaurant. Like now it's funny because now you remember those moments, right? When you watch the show. Oh yeah. But I think the one thing we relate to most is the relationships of the show, right? Uh, Carm dealing with a family member or you know, his cousin, who's kind of just like, he's kind of just annoying. He doesn't listen. He's such a pain in the ass. He's kind of a deadbeat. Right. And then you see the progression of him trying to help his cousin and helping. Uh, I forgot her name, but the sous chef um, helping, you know, Sydney, getting Sydney, getting uh, uh, the, the, the baker to go overseas and learn how to bake with one of the best bakers out there. Um, it's just amazing seeing these relationships build, these relationships build and grow. And then now getting that in the family aspect of seeing his family all together and the chaos that ensued and how they keep trying to, you know, pick at little things about each other. And, and, you know, you relate to that on such an emotional level. It makes you fall in love with the characters in the show even more. And I think the kid that plays Carm, Jeremy Allen White, one of the best actors. Uh, we are so lucky to live at the time we do right now to see the level of acting that we get to experience. Um, Cause he kind of fell I'm off a- the map after shameless. He kind of exactly. fell off the map. Exactly. And I'm such a big fan of like the true art form of uh, of acting um, because one thing that I I know you're an amazing actor when I forget who you are in real life, right? Like, let's, for example, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, fuck, I just forgot. His name. He was in Split. <laughs> 
James McAvoy. Sorry. Oh, Professor X. James James McAvoy. Um, every time I watch a movie with him, I forget who he actually is, and I get lost in the character that he's playing. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is also in there. Same with uh, Johnny Depp, because Johnny Depp has played so many different roles. It's so hard to like pinpoint who are you actually, you know. Um, and sometimes like I feel like it hurts some actors because like you know Harry Potter, like you grew up with that act, you know, with that actor Daniel and, Radcliffe. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, and uh, it's just Harry Potter for the rest of his life. Same with, <laughs> uh, same with Hermione. Same with Ron. They're stuck as those characters, right? Um, Hugh Jackman, and, like Hugh Jackman, uh, but no, Hugh Jackman is a phenomenal actor, and I and and I forget, like so. For example, I watched Les Misérables, and because uh, everyone who who who's been a fan and who's been in our lives and our chats, I love I love Broadway. So uh, I watched Les Misérables, and I forgot who he was. I was lost in the care. I believe I was believing I'm watching a general doing this musical, not Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. and same thing for greatest showman same thing obviously he you know logan and in any movie that he's been in any subsequent movie that he's been in he's been phenomenal in and next level and you forget who the person is and there's some people who are great at being themselves like nicholas cage needs to be nicholas cage when he acts same thing with ryan reynolds ryan reynolds i've seen him in a serious movie he's not a serious actor he's good at being ryan reynolds it's true the rock is good at being the rock he needs to be a wrestler Kevin Hart, good at being Kevin Hart. There's just some actors who just, they're better as themselves than they are trying to portray another person. Um, and Tropic Thunder makes a great joke of that, right? Like Robert Downey Jr.'s character makes great jokes of that, of that they, these some of these actors get so serious about becoming someone else um, that they will do crazy stuff. And uh, like Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, I don't care what people say, Shia LaBeouf is one of the greatest actors in our time. Yep. I feel bad for him. Oh, for the, the shit that he had to go through? Yeah. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, with acting, I, I'm such a fan of the the, the purest art form. Uh, same with direct like directing. I just love um, directors and editors. And as I've gotten more into the behind the scenes stuff of what we do, uh, we're in such a small sample size too. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I have to go through as a producer, essentially a director, essentially as a casting agent, Right. Essentially, as a fucking videographer, filmographer, sound coordinator, I'm learning all this stuff, uh, you know, through YouTube and just by trial and error. So when I see a movie at the grand scale of, you know, 400, 500 million dollars for a budget, I'm going to have major critique. And that's why, truthfully, I think Oppenheimer is going to be at the levels of The Godfather as far as one of the greatest things, one of the greatest films in history. I have that feeling in my gut. I can, I, I can side with that. You I can, can see it, right? You, yeah. I, I can see it. Cillian Murphy is no joke. One of the best actors I've ever seen in my life. Because yeah, he's, he, he's from Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Yep. And he played Scarecrow in uh, the Dark Knight series. That's right. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. I about that. Because we'll it was such a low level. Like he played, they didn't utilize that character the way they should have, but. That's neither here nor there. Good callback, though, right? Like it was. One. Yeah, that was a good one. That's how you know my movie buff, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was off the top of my head, too. Yeah, that, like, that was that was that was not playing. I just remembered it from I remember him being Scarecrow. Um, but no. And that's one of the things that I love about movies, man, is because um, the one thing that makes me fall in love with the movie is if I get lost in your story. And that's one thing I want to talk about 
next here uh we're almost done right we're, we're right a little over an hour i like this it guy happens. Time, yeah, yeah guy to time do. goes quick <laughs> guy time goes quick when you got a guest it doesn't go as fast but no guy time goes quick um one of the things i was gonna say uh black mirror uh, i want to talk about that show because uh have you have you watched black mirror yet or no no i highly highly advise watching um even just the most recent season now, what's cool, uh, if you, those at home never watch Black Mirror, um, they're, they're like horror suspense type shorts, but they're all mini movies. In but I've series. heard they make you think. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. Like, I have some great questions because of it, uh, like for the show, uh, like situations that happen in the episodes here that made me want to go, I should ask a guest that question. What would they do in that situation? Um, so, like, one of the uh, there's a couple episodes that were just one uh, I forgot what it was called. Um, shit, I'm blanking on it. But <laughs> I, I, I did not have this one tied down um, for what my things was. Uh, it's called Lock Henry. That's what it's called, Lock Henry. And uh, one, it is shot. The filmography aspect of this, it's so beautiful. The story's great too. I love it too. Uh, Joan, uh, everyone hates Joan or whatever that was called. Um, that was a really crazy concept of a series. Uh, the one with uh, uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad, he was in an episode as well. And that was absolutely phenomenal performance. Yeah, I heard he did really well in that. I read the reviews on that, and they said his episode was really one of the top-tier ones. Yeah, so the story on that one, and I'll give a little spoiler here, a little uh, teaser for that uh, episode. Uh, it's these two astronauts who are in space, and what they do is when they go to sleep, they actually access a robot that they can transfer their consciousness to on Earth. So that way, they're essentially working at night, and then they go to sleep when they wake up morning time in the robots. So they can live normal lives with their families, and the robots are uh, just like them. I thought you were getting they're, at that they work two jobs at the same time. No, no they're pure, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, androids. Um, that have consciousness and whatnot and feeling and all that stuff. Um, so what they do is they, at nighttime, they go into their little pods and they, they scan their little barcode and they go, go to sleep and they wake up in the robot. They live their lives with their families and people know that they're robots. So they have some hate and stuff. Uh, one of the astronauts families gets murdered in front of him in this robot form, obviously. So he wakes up from his pod and he's like freaking out. Cause obviously he's millions of miles from his family right. and he can't do anything to save them. They're all dead. So, uh, what his partner does in space is like, listen, you know, uh, it's been a few weeks. You need some, uh, you, you, you need some like fresh air and some like real, you know, seen some earth time. So he get lots of you. He talks with his wife. He's like, you know, I'll let him use my, you know, my suit, my body for a couple of times, you know, throughout the week so he can experience it. Um, and then the story, I'm not going to give the rest of the story away, but it continues from there and seeing how, you know, obviously you're sharing a human body with somebody and uh, it, it's, it definitely, the relationships that that person has, it becomes really weird because you have a different personality within a body of somebody, you know. Yeah. I might have to check it out. It's a crazy concept. Uh, so there's another one with uh, Shuri uh, from uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther. So she goes to this museum in the middle of nowhere and it talks about all these horrible things that the, or it's like a, like, you know how you have some of those museums, uh, like where it's like all about serial killers and like some of the props and stuff that they, they, they found. 
Right. And or or like you look at the Ed and Lorraine Warren's museum with all the haunted artifacts, right? Like you know, like it's it's fucked up shit. But so interesting. So yeah. So this guy, she walks into this uh, museum and this guy's giving her the tour of the museum and he's talking about each individual thing. So it's cool because it's a movie and there's mini movies within the movie, which is kind of fun to watch. It's a movie. So it's like little, yeah, it's like little backstories of each little artifact at the end of the movie. It ties everything all together of what, why she's there. What's what's up with this, uh, these artifacts, the tie to all these artifacts. Um, It's it. That's a good watch too. It's, 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 it's a, it's a mind fuck. Lock Henry is still my favorite because the, the, the cinematography was next level. Uh, Reminded me of like an a 24 film. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, cause they, they, well, one, they've been killing it as a studio lately. Um, and two, uh, their visuals are phenomenal. I'll see everything everywhere all at once. One of the greatest films I've ever seen. And, uh, no. So this one, uh, that one, uh, this kid goes back to his hometown with his girlfriend and we start trying to find out about his history and his family. And, uh, his father was, uh, was murdered or, or, or no, something to do with his father. Uh, about a murder and something like that. So it, like it, it it brings up uh, the truth about his family and all these things, and shit gets really crazy. And they're filming it as a documentary of him going back to his hometown and trying to find out answers about his father. So they find out the answers, and the shit gets really, really crazy really quickly. And uh, again, another phenomenal episode. Um, and that back to my main point here before I start talking about the episodes in general. Uh, it, it's the art craft of getting lost in these stories and you know it's amazing or great when you're done with that film or that episode and you're like I want that's it that's I all I get more. I want more <laughs> exactly and that's uh, you don't see that a lot in movies and TV shows anymore um, can you name another TV series where after you watch it, you're just like I can't wait for next I, I got it I, I need it right now Stranger Things that's it but that's we're not getting that we're not getting that one until another like year or two. No, twenty. Well, they said with the the strike that we're looking at twenty twenty six now. Exactly. So I it, mean, it was supposed to be next year, but they're saying twenty twenty six. But that's what I'm saying, dude. So like, I think. Well, the bear. Uh, that's another one. The bear. I'm, the bear too. But the bear all comes out. All the bear comes out on the same day, so it's not like. I'll give you that. They don't. They don't do that week after week crap. I, I one I can't stand doing that. So. And it sucks because one of my favorite shows of all time. This actually made my top five greatest TV or top three favorite favorite greatest TV shows of all time uh, called Warrior. It is on Max for those at home. Please go watch it. This 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 acting cat, this cast and every and directors and cinematographers and writers and editors. They deserve all the love for this show. It is one of it. Imagine imagine Game of Thrones, but with karate and in the West. So if you guys actually don't remember, well, you probably don't, but back on Zaga's old show, A to Z pod, he and I actually had a, a, a small wager or like an agreeance. Do you remember what that agreeance was? I don't remember at all. I don't remember that one. We were talking, so so the episode we were doing just like how we are now about talking about nerdy shit and stuff like that. And we came across the topic of D&D, which is, if you're un- unfamiliar with the term, is Dungeons and Dragons. I pitched the idea of what Stranger Things was to Zaga. He said that he wasn't very much into it. Yada, yada, yada. Wasn't a big fan of D&D. Um, mm-hmm. He had tried it, just wasn't a big fan of it. Said he would 
so that's why he hadn't experienced Stranger Things yet. So he made we made this this compromise back, and that was about a year or so ago, give or take. Yep, a year and a half. Yeah, and um, the the agreement was is that because he was how he was talking about Warrior, he was trying he's been trying to sell it to me and stuff like that. And he said, "Tell you what, you watch at least one episode of Warrior. I will watch. I will kit. I will watch Stranger Things." Well, a year and a half later, in its entirety, in its entirety, I watched every single episode of Stranger Things multiple times because I fell in love with the show. I actually ordered a sign, a special edition sign of Stranger Things from Germany because I couldn't find it in the U.S. It was a hundred dollars, and I'm glad I have it. It's a special collector's item, and I love that sign. It's that says the upside down and it's blue, and it has on the other side it says Stranger Things, and it's in red. It's one of the coolest things. I also have um, my Eddie Funko Pop that's was rare as shit when it first came out. It was selling mm. on eBay for $150. My friend got it for me for my, for my birthday. I had the entire set of Stranger Things Funko Pops too at one point. I actually sold them all, but I kept Eddie because, you know, I have to keep Eddie. But the, so, so did you watch your one episode of Warrior, Nick? Well, well, before I was rudely intercepted. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I had to prove, I had to prove my point that I stuck I get, to my side. Okay? So, what was, so what I loved about it is that a little later on after that, that, that episode aired and, and we recorded and stuff like that. I saw him starting posting about stranger things. And I'm like, and it was like, the, I, I felt like spun, like the episode of SpongeBob, like you like Krabby Patties, don't you Squidward? And so you get, you get the, the, the connection. So what I'm getting at is though, I, I did not hold up my end of the bargain. I have not watched one single episode of warrior, but you binge watched all the stranger things. You heard it here, folks. I work with a liar. He is a liar and a cheat. And I wish your girlfriend could hear me so she would know what she's getting herself into. Her phone died. And so I have to call her back after this is over. So she's not hearing any of this. I'm going to find her. and I'm going to personally send her this clip. How you're a liar. And I'm offended. I don't know how many hours. How many hours I put into that show? Well, hold on. You said that you're offended, right? Right? Yes. Well, just like this podcast, nobody fucking asked. Do me a favor, Nick. <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this for you. I'm not even gonna hold you to the one full episode. Tonight, I want you to do this tonight when we get off air, because I'm gonna quiz you next episode. Next time we have boys night, I'm, I'm quizzing you. Um so I, I want like you a to week. about a week. I want you to just, just one time, watch the first, watch until you get to the title, the title sequence, the show. Once I'll you get to the intro. I'll, I'll, I'll watch. I, I will. I will no, 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 no. I'm telling you this. I want you to watch from the start of the episode to the part where the title comes in. If you don't want to watch any more from there, you're not going to like the show. But if you decide to get through and skip intro and get to the ne- get to the rest of the show, I promise you. I promise you, every bone in my body, you get through that first episode, you're going to binge until you can't binge anymore. Okay. I watched that entire, there was, it was only two seasons at the time. The third season just came out, so I need y'all, please, as fans, go watch the show. I promise you, you're going to love it. There's not a part of me that thinks you won't love it. But I'm telling you, you're going to watch this show and you're going to fall in love with it the way I did. I watched the whole first two seasons in 
in three days. That's how good it was. I showed it to my father. He did the same shit. My, my showed it to my other buddy. Uh, I showed it to Angelo. Angelo okay. did the same shit. He binged the fucking show. It is. He's, he was like, bro, I'm so mad at you right now. I'm like, why? He goes, because you didn't tell me there's only two seasons. Like I, I don't, they don't know when the third season's coming out. And, and that's still in two that, seasons. Uh, the third season came out this year or a couple weeks ago. I think there's like four episodes out right now. I'm actually waiting. I, oh, so I, it's I, a weekly I, thing. Yeah, I'm. I actually watched the first two episodes, and now I'm just like Pissed. buying time because I don't. I want to binge it, and I know I can't. Um, dude, I tell you the way. The, some of the cool shit that they do in the show. For those at home, here's a little bit of taste of what Warrior's like. Get myself situated here. So Warrior is like uh so they have uh, this takes back in the early 1800s or mid 1800s where uh, people would uh, the Chinese were kind of cheap labor, kind of like the way Americans treat uh, Mexican and uh, Mexican workers these days is cheap labor. And uh, the Irish were getting pushed out uh, because obviously the Chinese were doing it for much cheaper. With that going on, you have corrupt politicians and you have corrupt police officers. All four of them are fighting each other. Now, within the Chinese as well, the Chinese are also fighting amongst each other because there's two separate gangs. Um, it's just a clusterfuck of shit. And then you have romance mixed involved with it. You have the action, of course, as they're fighting. Then you have the drama because you have 15 different fucking people to follow in this show. Um, now, the cool thing is this is based on Bruce Lee's writings. These are all from his daughter. His daughter found his writings and uh, took back his story and put it into fruition which is, is again is beautifully filmed but one of the cool things that they do is when the chinese are talking in front of uh white people you hear chinese and they have the subtitles as soon as the caucasians leave frame the camera angle shifts around them and it switches it to speaking english because to them there's no there's no uh language barrier so that's it's it's a really cool concept when you see it happen live on screen. It's really cool. Um, I I geek out about it because it's kind of like a, I've never seen something like that happen. That's um, the first time I've heard of it. So, yeah, it's literally like the camera will shift and then all of a sudden they start speaking English because white people aren't are in frame. So you'll right. hear them talk with a Chinese accent to Americans, you know, unless they're like fluent in English, but they'll usually talk with a Chinese accent and uh or an asian accent and then uh the moment that the white people leave the frame they turn instead of it being subtitles for chinese it turns into english and it's really cool and like i said the fight scenes the choreography in this is it's next level it's it's reminiscent of uh it, it, it's reminiscent of old bruce lee bro like it just looks real it feels real like every hit it looks like they they didn't pull some of the punches <laughs> Um, and, and, and it's a Western dude. Like it's really, a, it's a Western show. Like it's all about like cowboys and like, you know, the railroads and like mining and it's just such a unique. And then they have like the back, the behind the bar brawls fight club for the Irish. And then you have like the underground fighting for the, for the, you know, for the Asian community where it's like, you know, UFC fighting dude. I'm telling you, it's just so sick and just give it five minutes. It's all I'm asking, dude. Give it five Maybe. minutes. I promise. I'll put it on my list for this weekend. I'm telling you, and, and I'm telling you, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna consume your life. It's gonna consume you. It's one of those shows where you just dive in. I said my, my favorite shows of all time. It goes Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, Warrior. It's a pretty stout list. Okay, that, and those are like you know we can argue those are the two best TV shows ever made. Yeah, I, I mean you kind of can't argue that one. It's it's hard to. 
I mean, as far as that level of acting, the cinematography, the the storytelling, the capture of just being stuck in this world or reality that they're in, um, Warrior is right up there with it, man. But besides that, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because, I mean, we're coming up to about an hour and a half here. I think this is the longest show we've done. And well, granted, now some of this is is going to be edited out for the simple fact of it was just set up. But I think I'm actually empty. I think I'm yeah. I think I'm content with Guy Night. I think we're good. I think we uh for a first episode it? of Guy Note or for for Guy Note for Guy Night. I mean that this is pretty this is a pretty good one for the for, yeah, this, first start. And- so. <laughs> Yeah, and this is uh this is what uh this is what you guys can expect from now on. Like for for our guy nights, we're gonna be talking about, you know, stuff that's going on in pop culture, uh movies, TV, stuff like that, and we're gonna promote the shows we think are great and we're gonna Along with uh, a little bit of our personal lives. Yeah, we're gonna shit on so many things that we hate. And uh yeah, we're gonna pretty much just and for ladies, for the late I know majority of our listeners like seventy six percent of our listeners are female. For the ladies listening, this is literally what guys do when we just talk. When yeah. you're like, when if when you're sitting at a barbecue and you see your man sitting there talking to another guy, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about shit that has no real significance, nothing, no, nothing important, really. But we're gonna be adamant and we're gonna be very emotional about what we're talking about, and uh, that's the way uh, we are. But yeah. No, I, I don't really have any much else to say. I thank you guys for listening and tuning in as usual. And uh, Nick, you got anything to say? I, I mean, I'm on the same thing. I, this being a, I, I, call, I call this, I call this episode at least a grand slam for at least for an opening night. Yeah, saying and, and one of the best part is people. Uh, we usually have notes for our episode. I'm gonna bring this actually on camera right now. Um, oh, I can't because I I'm zoomed in. But uh, there's nothing in our notes. There's no. literally <laughs> nothing in our notes for this was completely on the fly. We, so, we completely wing this. So imagine us winging it to a, and then on the, so on the next one, we're going to try to like have at least like a rough draft or at least a flow chart. And we're then on the third episode of this, we're going to compare the flow chart to, from a scripted or slightly scripted to a non-scripted. And see, so you guys can see the difference. Yeah. I, I, I think there's we'll a huge a, difference. We'll be a little more, I don't want to be scripted, but I think we'll be a little more organized. Uh, with our topics and we'll have a scripted was a wrong, was a wrong choice of words. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be more uh, organized and structured. That's the proper word. Yeah. Structured. Structured. So you can see, so you compare unhinged to structured and see the difference. Yes. We need that. uh, We need that, uh, that, that Joe Biden grant, that the infrastructure. Fucking Siri. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm on iOS 17. She picked me up too because I just said her name. You don't have yeah. to say hey anymore. Um, but yeah, no. So uh, we're gonna be more structured. We're gonna try to work on being a little bit better. Um, sound quality, video quality, it's getting better. We're working on things. Um, I pol- we apologize for the last episode um, or for the other episode that was a little bad. Uh, I heard your complaints. We're working on it. Uh, we got you know we're trying to fix some of the small stuff. I got some uh, plans to make things a little better. Um, obviously, switching it up. Um, obviously. Oh yeah, too. You guys will never know what episode you're getting next. You'll have no idea if it's guys' night, if it's uh you know, down the rabbit hole, wifey down the rabbit hole, or if you're gonna get a guest. So actually, if we get a guest, you'll you'll know because we're gonna promote the shit out of that. Yeah, one. that would be promoted um, a little bit better. Yeah, 
but uh uh check out again final time uh if you guys are still here check out the fight on saturday or at least come into the live videos uh we're gonna be live on instagram tiktok, TikTok. um we're gonna be on we're gonna be live on twitch as well uh definitely gonna be live on kick i've been using kick i've been trying to get better at, uh using that um we're pretty much all platforms live on youtube we're gonna be doing live everywhere um i'm going to be interviewing other influencers live uh doing random questions uh there'll be future guests from the from the fight that are going to be on the show so get to know them before they get on the show um and then plus you're going to hear me like and he hits him with the right and to the left and he's down for the count that's what it's going to be this is when he gets drafted to go to espn ESPN is only about 25 minute drive for me, bro. Jesus. I'm, beg I'm, beg I'm begging for a job here, guys. I applied. I applied for your, I applied for a position at ESPN. Hire me. I don't know what the pay was, but hire me. Who cares? You got ESPN in your resume. Dude, that'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. Do you know how many people I've sold a car to that work for ESPN? I can only and imagine. These, fuck these fuckers never once gave me, like, you know, like, hey, if you ever want to put me as reference. Screwed. <laughs> I'll have another rant about that eventually. That's coming up. Eventually. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening to the show. I hope you guys tune in next week. Or if you if this is your first time listening to us, thank you. And uh, go back to the other episodes. We're even better. Um, but guys, thank you again. And uh, my name is Zaga, and I am out. Nick, say goodbye. I'm Nick, a.k.a. The Oklahoma, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.